You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. From former A's outfielder... Here comes Katze! Here comes the relay! The slide! He's in there! Inside the park! Home run! Mark Katze! To A's manager, it's time for the Manager Show with Mark Katze. Presented by Nest Betting. The A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here's Chris Townsend. It's now time for the Mark Katze Show right here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live. Brought to you by Nest Betting. Love where you sleep. Check out their location in the Bay Area. Or you go online, nestbetting.com, for all your betting needs, your mattress, your pillows, your sheets, you name it, Nest Betting. And, of course, Mark Katze sleeps on a Nest Betting bed. Good to be home and finally uh, a little homestand here. Yeah, we got a six-game homestand. Uh, it seems like we've been traveling every Wednesday over the last month, which I think we actually have. But uh, yesterday, a good off day for the guys. Um, and, you know, a, a day that I think everybody kind of needed uh, after that road trip. And, uh, you know, we're, we're here today. We're ready to go. And facing an Angels team that um, basically is a new team for the most part. <laughs> How do you – I mean, it literally, it is a new team. Like – how do you guys prepare? Is it like trying to find a bunch of video? I mean, because we heard from their personnel today, like their guys are saying, we've got a bunch of new guys showing up and we've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, I mean, you know, with the moves that they made, it, it was uh, basically with the September call-up happening today, which which we added two players, Tyler Sostrom and, and uh, Sammy Long who've both been here with us, but uh, for the angels, it was a, a roster move that, that they had to make and fill um, seven spots. So there's five new arms and, and uh, two new position players to the roster. Um, you know, all of which we've, you know, seen at some point, either this season or in triple A or double A. Um, so there's plenty of data. There's plenty of video um, to, to get some information on and, and help us uh, game plan. We talked to you about when Soderstrom went down, you had that conversation with him, what you wanted him to work on. Did you see that happen in AAA? And what do you expect from him the rest of the way? Yeah, I, I think, you know, Tyler came in today, uh, a great smile, good attitude. Um, you know, obviously thankful to be back here. Um, you know, his time in AAA, he did get some hits. He did build some confidence. Um, you know, and I think, you know, the, the time away from here, um, you know, We'll see how how it did and uh, how it impacted him uh, when he gets in there. He's not in the lineup tonight, but um, you know we'll, we'll definitely get him his opportunities. Uh, and it's a it's good to have Sammy back as well. You know, when you think about sending a player back down, you're hoping they're going to get that confidence back. You know, there's going to be some disappointment. But do you think that because of his age, that he's not going to have the same disappointment it would be for a guy who's older? You know, no, I think for any player, when you get sent down, there's there's that disappointment, um, you know, on, on many levels. Um, you know, Tyler has a lot of good friends here in this locker room. Um, you know, Geloff is, and him were roommates. Um, you know, they've all played together at some point this season for the most part. If you think about the roster right now, 
in Geloff and, and, uh, you know, Jordan Diaz, Jonah Bride, um, you know, Lawrence Butler. Uh, so they, they all, you know, at some point when you get that experience, whether you're an older player, a younger player coming up or down, um, you know, it's, it's impactful for everyone really. You know, when you think about some of the names that didn't get called up, how what was the conversation like for Hernays and, and Brett Harris? Well, Hernays has been there. You know, he's only been in AAA now for two months, possibly a month and a half, and he's having success. So, yes, it's, you know, it's obviously a difficult situation when you look at the numbers and say, okay, you know, by the numbers, he's probably earned a chance. Uh, to be here and he still can be you know the triple a season now goes all the way till september 24th so these guys are still playing um, they're still competing it's not like it used to be if a team in the minor leagues didn't make the playoffs at september 3rd or 4th the season was ended and guys went home and it was harder to, to pull guys you know back uh, that, that had been at home for a week or two if there was injury or or uh, you know if you wanted to make an adjustment to the roster so there's still an opportunity to get him here. Um, you know, we want him to continue doing what he's doing. Uh, you know, he's getting a chance to play shortstop, play third base. Uh, on the Brett Harris, um, you know, promotion, if you're looking at that one, uh, you know, we want him to, to – he had a nice night last night, a couple home runs. Um, so continue to do that, continue to play third base, and, and continue to perform, really. When you think about Lawrence Butler from where he started with you to where he is now, what have you seen in his growth? Yeah, you know, I think obviously getting a walk was huge. Um, I think he had gone 50-plus at-bats without having a walk. So, um, But that being said, he's taking great at-bats. The quality of the at-bats good. He competes with two strikes. Um, the power is definitely there. We saw that. Uh, on Wednesday in Seattle with another home run to right center. When he impacts the baseball, he can he can hit it a long way. So it was a bomb. It was a bomb. <laughs> it was a bomb. And, um, you know, Lawrence, I think, is is um, right where he needs to be with, with his growth, with his development. You know, we talked about him earlier in the day a little bit just on in terms of where he's come from uh, in the last two years and probably the most improved uh, Oakland athletic in our system. Um and he's showing it right now at the major league level. Where do you see him long-term defensively? I think he's. we saw a better game Wednesday, more aggressive. I think that's what we've been asking him, to just trust his instincts. I think all these guys, when they get here, they just are afraid to fail. They're afraid to make those mistakes. And I'd rather see the aggressive mistake um, and go, going after balls um, with the intent to catch everything that's hit in the air. And I think Wednesday we saw him. He played a little shallower. He was explosive off the bat. There was a first step there um, that, that we're talking about. And uh, and really that's the biggest thing, I think, for, for Lawrence is just trusting his instincts. And I think he can play center field. I really do. How important is that for you to let these guys know, hey, listen, let her rip. Let her go. If you're going to make a mistake – doing it, doing it with your hair on fire. Because I understand what you're saying. Like, you're here, you're new, you don't want to mess up. I mean, obviously, all these games are on television. A bad mess up gets you on MLB Network over and over again. How do you as the manager go to the guy saying, don't worry about it, just let her go? Yeah, I think that's the conversation, really, and building that confidence in them that they know, you know, a mistake isn't going to get them sat on the bench. A mistake is, is the way we learn here. And, uh, 
you know, my mentor and, and uh, the, the great late Augie Garrido always said, you learn more from failure than you do from success. So um, really, that's kind of my my continuing message is, you know, the only way we're going to get better is if we learn from the failures. And the only way to, to make those failures is if you're, you know, you're doing things aggressively with the mindset that, um, you know, you're not going to make a mistake. But if the mistake happens and you evaluate. I know A's fans thought that Zach Geloff would never have a bad game and that every game there was going to be something very special going on. But things start to change a little bit. Adjustments. He starts making adjustments. The the other team starts making adjustments against you. And then all of a sudden you go some games without getting hits. Uh, just talk us through the process of what you're seeing with him. Yeah, I, you know, for Zach, he's, he's doing great. And like you said, I think the expectation level because he's been so good um, for the time he's been here is, is that it continues like you talked about, but uh, this game at this level, you're going to go through your ups and downs. You're going to have a weekend or a series where, you know, you hit balls at guys, you, you know, you get borderline strike called against you, which we saw in Seattle, um, you know, a little bit. And, and I think, you know, for Zach, it's just, he hasn't changed. He comes prepared every day, the same mindset, the same attitude. So that's the great sign is that, you know, even though um, in Seattle, you know, he didn't have a, uh, a series of expect, expected, uh, you know, results-wise, but I thought his at-bats were still good. Shea Langoliers, I've started to notice a new confidence in him, and I got to talk to him before you guys went on the last road trip after he had a big home run, and just not the home runs. It seems like he's squaring it up. He's more comfortable. Obviously, a long season. He's dealt with so many different pitchers. Are you now seeing something different, especially at the plate with Shea Langoliers? Well, yeah, I think there's you know obviously less swing and miss of late. I think he's made the adjustment um, to you know understanding you know the swing that's going to work for him, um, and you know believing in it really and trusting it. It's it's hard to make these adjustments at the big league level, and uh, and you you generally want the result now. Um, and he went through a good stretch of at bats trying to figure out the adjustments and he stuck with the process. And I think that we're seeing the results because of it. How about Jordan Diaz at third? Have you seen improvement there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the one play, the ball got away from him um, last road trip, drawing a blank on what game that was, but he threw one away deep, deep in the hole, made a great diving play, got up and rushed his grip. Um, and I think I was in the White Sox series, launched one, um, but it was great to see him get back, make the next play, get a good throw off. Um, I think in Seattle, you know, Julio Rodriguez, we can talk a little bit about him and the superstar he's, he's turned into uh, on the ball that he kind of rolled over softly to Jordan and Jordan took one extra step before he get let it go. And the superstar beats a ground infield single out, you know, and that says a lot about Rodriguez as much about him as it does Jordan kind of figuring out the speed of the game as well. Yeah, the the Seattle Mariners. You you walk you come away from that series. I, this is a red hot ball club, and I wouldn't bet against them. Obviously, we have a long way to go with the Rangers and the Astros. You know how good they are, but just your impressions now that uh, you're out of Seattle, how good they've become. Oh, that's a good ball club. They're well, they're well uh, versed. They're they're trained well. Um, you know, they have a deep lineup. Their arms coming out of the bullpen are unbelievable. Um, you know, and for us to, to literally, we had a chance to, to win two out of three against them. And, uh, we let that game on Wednesday, get away from us in the seventh, a uh, couple balls that, you know, obviously a couple elevated pitches that become 
bleeders into the outfield as opposed to ground balls if they're down in the zone. Uh, it's a different result, and we win two out of three from that team, which was they're the hottest team in baseball. So it says a lot about you know our growth, our improvements. Um, you know, we're getting more competitive uh, as we as we get into this thing a little further and. Um, those are all good signs as well. But that Seattle club is is there to stay, really. It is. Zach Neal has given you some really good innings. And I hear what people are are saying, and, and I know what people are thinking. They're like, Zach Neal, you're like, no, wait a minute. you got to realize, in baseball now, we just don't have enough arms. And it's a long season. And you're going to have to have multiple Zach Neals, guys that you can have come up, give you four or five innings, maybe for three different starts. These guys are becoming more and more valuable, no matter what their age is, no matter what their background, no matter what their data is, no matter what their velocity. You need you need people who can give you get you outs and give you innings. We need more of these guys. It's very apparent around baseball. But just talking about him as a veteran guy who was thinking about hanging it up, who got a win for you, Hadn't got a win since 2016. You've been around this game for a long time. I have to feel that was pretty special in the clubhouse when that went down. Yeah, it really, it really was. Um, you know, for Zach, I mean, tearing up, um, emotional. You just see that the 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 work that he's put in, the perseverance. You know, the journey um, coming to like a culmination that day of like, you know, wow, I just I I won a big league game. You know, for a club that you know, believes in me that brought me back here. Um, and, and it was just, it was rewarding really in all, all facets. And like you talked about these, these guys that are, you know, journeymen or they just know how to pitch and they know how to miss barrels. And he made one bad pitch on Wednesday yeah. to Hernandez that, that, you know, got away from him on a change up in a big situation with two outs that cost him really a, another win, really. If I look at it that way. Um, but to have guys that can manage a game that can give you five innings, five or six innings and, uh, and keep you in a game that, like you said, the, the, there's no value that goes into that. Yes. Is he, is this stuff going to be overpowering or people going to talk about him as a future? No, but to get through a season, these guys are the guys that are the, the real unsung kind of heroes behind the scenes. Are you kidding me? There's been times this year. I want to dust you off and get you out there back on the mound. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's end on this. How much are you walking around right now? I don't know if it's in the clubhouse. I know you like to give the guys their space or you're walking around during batting practice and you're just continuing that message to these guys. Finish strong, finish strong, 28 games left. How much do you continue? You had that, you had that talk with the team, but how much are you reinforcing that message? You know, I, I, when it needs to be reinforced, it will be. Um, I thought that the the series in Seattle was a statement, like I talked about. We went up there and competed. Not, you know, we got beat the first night, um, but but the, the next two games we competed. And, um, you know, we get to see him again. Um, obviously, you know, tonight with this Angels team, um, you know, we're going to come out and, and uh, it's a different lineup. It's It's a different group. Um, you know, but I think for our guys, their mindset's in, in the right place. They're all in the weight room. They're all working. They're all, you know, continuing to grind. And, um, you know, from my coaching staff, we're continuing to teach. We're continuing to take every day. And those conversations are, you know, more of just, um, hey, here's what you're working on. Here's what we need to see improvement with, you know, over the next 28 games. This is where you're going to end up. This is where we want you to end up. Um, and And I think, you know, as a group, they they want that as well and uh 
you know, all of them know they have something to prove or something to, to do um, to whether it's solidify their job next year or to earn their job right now. It's the Mark Kotze show right here on A's cast and A's cast live brought to you by Ness betting. Love where you sleep, go to their location in the Bay area or go to nestbedding.com for your mattress, your pillows, your bedding, everything that you need. Ness betting and nestbedding.com. We'll talk to you next week. All right, Tony. Thanks. This has been a presentation of the Oakland athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.